Hello, everyone, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn. Uh, This is a political talk show with me, um, a Chicago freelance, currently unemployed copywriter, and uh, the return spirit of President Abraham Lincoln. All I have to do to summon him is say his name three times, and uh, he appears. I think think that's everything you need to know. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln. Timothy Robert Dunn. Hello, sir. How are you? Good. How do you like my study? I can see, yes, this apartment is really coming along. Yes, um, for uh, people that are just popping in for this episode, I moved into a new place. It's a little nicer than my last one. Your last place was a room with the Y that you shared with a man who kept guns under his bed. Yeah, I mean, it had its charms, though. Sure. Um, but this new place is great. It's, uh... For how many? Five bathrooms? It's, uh, five bathrooms, uh... I think seven bedrooms. I haven't found them all. Um, was this a bedroom that you've converted into a study? No, I mean, this was a study. This was, we knocked down a wall between two studies, and this just became like a gentleman's study. Um, you knocked down the wall? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. Yeah. Fair enough. Melanie, Melanie paid a guy. Ah. Yeah. That was nice of her to pay a guy. Yeah, yeah. So things are still going well between you and this woman you met on Tinder three weeks ago. Things are... Really good. I mean, I know that you criticized me for moving in with a woman right after... Your one-night stand. Not a... It was a date. No, let's not call it a one-night stand. Okay. Yeah. So you met her for the first time. Yes. You slept together, made breakfast with her groceries, and now you're living you in her penthouse. You keep harping on the fact that I make breakfast for women after I sleep with them. I just think it's not much of a gesture if you're using the food they already bought. But I'm doing the cooking. Like, But they might have had a way they wanted to prepare those foods. I'm just saying it's it's a romantic thing. Okay, well, maybe romantic would be get up early, get a sneak out, and then she wakes up and she's like, oh, no, we left. But then you come back with an armful of groceries, and you're going to cook your specialty. Hey, man, how many, how, you know, just between the two of us, real quick, raise your hand if you've had sex with more than one woman. For the listeners, Timothy's raised his hand, and I have not raised my hand. Cool. So, but like, I think that's actually a good thing. Only sleeping with one woman? Yeah, there's some good to that, too. Right? Like, let's get some examples. Uh, loyalty? Yeah, okay, sure. Never have to worry about any... Sexually transmitted diseases. I did think of that when I... Oh, what were you going to say? Children. Wait, what? (laughs) Any children that you might have sired. Oh, sure, yeah. No, I'm not... I mean, diseases. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. I think we got off track here. This is a political podcast. And uh, you have your own study now, and you've really been doing well. And yeah. She's still asking you to pay half of the rent? Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're not really a kept man, but you're kind of a kept man. Because this is a fantastic, spectacular... I'm not a kept man. What's a kept man? I'm not a kept man. Well, it's someone who has a sugar mama. I don't have a sugar mama, okay? You have, I provide you, for this house. How? You moved in here. She has the... She's the one who secured seven bedrooms and... Five bathrooms. Well, the Illinois Department of uh, Employment Security uh, gives me, um, you know, $400 every two weeks. Really? So that's, y- yes. That's a ton of money. <laughs> I keep forgetting that you and I need to do an inflation No, I, even controlling for inflation, that's $800 a month. That's not that much money. That's enough to live on? I mean, I do need some help, so as I've talked about, I go down to the old payday loans just down the street, and, uh... Oh, are know, they a sponsor of the podcast? I wish they were. I wish they were. I did bring it up to my, um, my, uh, broker, uh, Doug, there. Uh, he 
was not able to hook me up when I went in last, but he offered me a great deal and another loan, so we're, we're good right now. How many loans have you secured for him, from him? A very manageable amount of loans. I'll just say that. I don't want to go into my personal finances, but... Sure, sure. Yeah. Where is Melanie? Is she around? Um, she is out uh, for the rest of the week. Um, she just said, I found a note on my bed, and it just said, out for the rest of the week. And, uh, see, I don't know. She's just, she's here and then she's gone a lot. We haven't actually, we've only had, you know, just guy talk here. And I apologize to people who are No, they want to hear the well, details. Well, I don't know about that. We've, we only, we only, like, had sex, like, the one time after the one night stand. I've been living here for, like, two weeks now. So it's a little. Two weeks and. Yeah. Two times in two weeks. Two times. I mean, which is fine, but it's, it's weird Timothy, for, like, do a, I have to explain the cycles of the moon and how they affect a woman? I don't think that's a, a great idea. She's, it's clear what's happening is Melanie is out in the woods living in shame because it's the time of the moon that's, cycle. That's not what happens anymore. Are you sure? Yes. I Raise your hand if you've been married to a woman and know them intimately. For the listeners, Abe raised his hand. I did not. But there's these things now. Um, I don't feel like like I should explain feminine hygiene products to you. I would maybe we'll get in. Um, a, you know, uh, who is your who is your side? Feminine piece? hygiene pro. Hey, that seems like redundancy. There's no one or no being as clean as a woman. Oh, they smell so nice, and they're so soft and sweet, and juicy. I miss my wife. Uh, I'm sorry, man. She's still gone? She's still at the bottom of that lake, as yeah. far as I can tell. N- let's be clear. Not dead. She just wandered into a lake. We are already dead. Yes. So, yes, she is dead, and she's I've, at the bottom of a lake. You're right, but you didn't throw her in the lake or anything I, like that. No, but I was the last one to see her go. She followed some spirit, she said, into the bottom yeah. of the lake. Right after we had intercourse for the fifth time. In a night, or, or like, overall? Overall. Okay, okay. Um, I was four for four before that. In pumping out boys. If you ever need a son... What are you offering to me right now? I can help. Are you offering to have sex with Melanie? No, to... I would never make a cuckold of you. I would only offer some tips and tricks of the trade. How to create a son. What is a tip or trick for creating a son? Special foods you have to eat beforehand. This is a mistake that we got into this. Why? I feel like this is just like weird myths from your time. No, it's not. There's no myth about eating the heart of a wild dog. So this week, um, let's let's just go back to politics. Um, Ugh, fine. Yeah, so the healthcare bill got... These are immense books. They're so thick. Yeah. Are these your books? They're not my books. Um... There's a lot of books on tax law here. I I tried to ask Melanie whose books they are, and she said they um, are David's, um, so I can't touch those. Who is David? Um, he lived here before me. Okay. Yeah. Like how much before you? Do you know? Uh, pretty, pretty recent from what I understand. Okay, Timothy. Um... Again, I'm a, I'm I expressed my reservations last week. I'm still concerned about the place uh-huh. you're living in. Sure. What's what's so weird about that? I don't think you can afford it. I mean, where's our normal podcasting equipment? We we have another smaller microphone this week. Yes, I'm in the process of having Melanie set up a podcast studio uh, here in the apartment. Oh, um, okay. So we're we're on some different equipment this time. I apologize for the um, sound difference uh, to any of our listeners. 
Um, but yeah, we'll be. It's it's a great it's a great place. You know what I mean? You should be happy for me. No, I'm. I, it's a great place. That's yeah. for sure. It's just uh, ornate. Yeah. It looks like a place a gangster would hide his prostitute. <laughs> it looks like a place I I deserve for all my hard work and like a sure like, sure yeah. There's a lot of marble in the in the foundation. It's all I'm noticing. Sure. Uh, but yeah, all of your hard work, I, I suppose. You do do a lot of work for the podcast. I appreciate that. And you, thank you. One does deserve to be rewarded for his toil. Yeah, it'd be great though if we started monetizing this show like really fast. Ah, like soon. I have often. Yeah, no, I know. Suggested that we try to get some sweet, sweet cash from this. Yes, and I'm on board now because uh, I mean, payday loans are loans. I'm gonna need to pay them back at some point. Even though Doug, my broker, is like an awesome dude, and he's coming over later when we're hanging out. But you know, um, I'm gonna have to pay those back. So let's monetize this thing. Sure. If, if you are a sponsor, hit us up. Fifteen minutes with Lincoln. We've tried this before. Yes. But this time we're really serious. Blue Apron, Stamps.com. Uh, anyone who could provide uh, <laughs> sound equipment again, because we seem to be down sound equipment. Yes. Uh, or perhaps payday loans. I mean, they... Uh, Squarespace. Build us a website. Anything. Yes. Um, uh, horses. Like a horse auction. You should be listening to other podcasts. They have. I ideas. did. I listened to other podcasts. Which there one was... did you listen to? WTF with Mark Merritt? Yeah. Okay. So you know like adamandeve.com, the sex party, the sex store advertisements that he does? What? Is are you just are you oh, I see. Are you skipping past the like when he does his rants and just goes you just go to the interviews? No, I listen to his rants. Oh, okay. And then he asks everyone about Lorne Michaels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We haven't gotten into the history of Saturday Night Live. Oh, that sounds like a history I'd like to hear about. <laughs> Anyways, um, I got a, a smaller topic for this week. Okay. For you and me. but um, Monetizing the podcast? Nope. Uh, that was just a quick thing. I just want to make sure that's clear. Um, what I want to talk about uh, uh, today is filling out an administration. Um, right now... Uh, Donald Trump is having a lot of issues in terms of getting the right people for the right jobs. Uh, he's got 500 critical uh, positions that need filling uh, in his administration. He's only submitted about 150. 500? Yes. Does he have to appoint every single member of the Navy? <laughs> the government's a lot bigger. No. More, yes. It's huge now. Ugh. The government's a lot bigger and more redundant than in your time. Well, that is a shame. Do you know that this is true? When I was in the Illinois State House, and uh, I voted against founding a state board of education like five times. Oh. Yeah, okay. didn't want any tax money going to schools. Yeah, that's Felt not... like government probably couldn't do anything anyway. It's not looked on very kindly nowadays, just so you know. What do you mean? Well, it's just, we uh, generally believe in public schooling. Public schooling. Yeah, kids go to public school. Like oh. me. Like, I'm an example of public schooling. Oh, Timothy. This is bad news. The government's bigger now. And he I needs know. to fill these positions. Um, and he's about 100 uh, staffed, or at least uh, uh, submissions, uh, behind Obama and George W. Bush, uh, where they were at this point in the presidency. Um, and people keep rejecting him. They don't want to work in the Trump administration. Um, because they see it as divisive at this point. Or if it comes to like working on uh, the White House's legal team, 
it's dangerous right now with uh, Robert Mueller and the Russia special investigation. Um, so I'll ask you this. As a president, how did you pick the right people for the right job? Whoever I owed favors to was a good place to start. I would fill the big positions with people I owed big favors to, and then they could fill the positions beneath them with the people they owed favors and favors and just general kind of patronage. But not, you didn't strive for excellence in terms of, like, the people around you? Uh, I basically took a lot of people's recommendations, and they said, this person's pretty good, and I knew that person uh, better to... You know, then that that person knew the person better than I did, so I said, "Okay, sure, fine by me." It just—it kind of sounds like you're talking about pay-to-play politics. And pay to play. Yeah, like you would give jobs to like people who gave you money. And oh stuff yeah, like. absolutely. That's—it's not—that's not good. Why is it not good? Well, it's just—it um, seems shady. Do you understand? Like, I understand shady. I didn't mean. <laughs> Shade is good. That sun What's beats it? down hot when What's you're out saying? in the field all day sowing pumpkins. Understand seeds. what shade is. I'm just saying, like, it makes us feel as citizens, like, uh, uh, I don't know, as though we have no power, but the people with money have power in our society, and they can get to you, but we can't. Uh huh. No, you can't just agree to that. That's why can't I agree? Because then you have, I have to believe I'm in a society where you my, are in a society. You get to vote, but even the voting is like I'm only voting for uh, electoral college points in my area. Sure, which is awful. But then that's what's led to public schools that you get to be part of now, and roads, and rivers that have been. Corrected and damned. Okay. Um, Cleared of debris. So, like, a specific example. Your generals. Uh Uh-huh. You went through a bunch of generals. I did. Yeah. What what made you uh, uh, know when it was time to let go of one? Uh, I pretty much, uh, I gave them, like, a real short leash. And it was clear if they screwed up once, I mean, I was pretty frustrated. (laughs) And I got rid of them. I mean, most of them were afraid to fight. Yeah. They were afraid to take the battle to the rebels. They didn't see that they were treasonous rebels that needed to be crushed immediately. Instead, try to fight a conventional war. So I got rid of them. Mm-hmm. I tried to help a couple of them. I read a few books and really um, basically explained how to fight a war to them and went over their heads, so had to get rid of them. But then you landed on Grant. I did land upon Grant. Uh-huh. What, made it, what, what made you think Grant was the guy? He would fight. <laughs> there wasn't anything more to that? like. No, there really wasn't. Okay. He would take the fight to them. He and would have his guys shoot the rebels? And sometimes he'd get pinned down and there'd be heavy losses, but he at least is... He turned the tide of the war because he recognized our numerical advantage and just pressed upon. Mm-hmm. Why? Is that not good? No, no, that's that's good. I mean, it makes me think, why did you pick the other guys in the first place? Then? I didn't pick the other guys. Some of them were put there before. Oh, and others were just kind of, uh, they were promoted along the chain of command. Mm-hmm. They were the next in line. See, here's a problem, Timothy. Okay. Uh, thankfully, I don't think this is the case anymore, but correct me if I'm wrong, but in a, in a society such as ours, we are free, and then there is also... Uh, the, the, the means of violence that is monopolized by, by the uh, armed forces. Now it's good that now there's a lot of overlap between society and armed forces. Everyone pretty much is part of the military and leaves the military and is back. Well, for, well, 
No, no, not really. Um, like, you know, people were proud to be uh, in the military. When was the last time? Let's say World War II, probably. People were pretty proud to be in the military. Um, but since then, we've so got... no one's proud to be in the military. Of mil- course, people are still proud to be in the military. It's just... A lot of those people are conservatives and come from poor rural uh, areas of America. Oh, so they no longer just take the scum off the streets and <laughs> throw them in, the, in a union suit? Just take the Irish and... Um, I didn't say the Irish were scum. You you rounded up a lot of Irish and put them in union well, uniforms. I didn't. It was those with means who paid for them. Um, but no, um... So, like, in World War II, like, celebrities would even join the military. Wow. Because they were proud to be a part of it. That's amazing. That would not happen today. Ah. Because people... Fighting's really scary nowadays. Oh. Well... I I mean, not that scary if you're part of the United States Army, but, like, it's just a lot of guns and shooting. Uh Uh-huh. Did I ever tell you about my kind of military experience? No! Um, so when I got back from working on a cruise ship uh, not too long ago, mm-hmm. um, uh, I got a, an email from a friend who uh, uh, worked for this like stunt company, and they asked me and a group of people <laughs> to play paintball against uh, U.S. soldiers. Um, and we would hide out in these abandoned buildings, and they would come in and shoot us with paintball guns, and they really hurt. They really, really hurt. Um, and they would dress us up in kind of Middle Eastern uniforms, which really made me feel uncomfortable. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I still... Is this just to give the our boys in blue one more good time? <laughs> just to boost their spirits? I, uh, For old time's sake, go shoot up some <laughs> Arabs? Or to get them used to fighting, I guess? Oh, so they were green soldiers. They were they not seen combat? That's correct. And they were practicing on actors? <laughs> Now, that's a job, that's an acting job that does have some valor to it. You know, tell people, what are you? Oh, I play, I play combat, uh, yeah. a combat, um, you know, foe for yes. the armed forces. Right. And they would also, they had dogs, and they would uh, sick the dogs mm. on people as well. Did they sick dogs upon you? No, thank God, no. They never did that, because... Um, I wish they'd sick a dog on me. Why? I know about eight ways to kill a wild dog. Oh, these dogs are vicious, though. So are wild I mean, dogs. big and trained to kill people. Well, wild dogs have evolved to train I and think, eat people. I think these dogs would beat up the dogs you're talking about. Yeah, agree to disagree. Agree to disagree, I guess. These dogs were hungry. Yeah, these mangy. dogs are trained. Uh, these dogs communicated amongst themselves. <laughs> I think we're getting off track again. Um, should people work in the Trump presidency? Uh, uh, let's say conservatives, you know, like... Even if you don't like the president, should you – should people who are talented and skilled and could maybe do great things for this country be involved in an administration they don't approve of? Well, if they think that they could uh, have some influence and some sway and to make a difference, but if they feel like this man doesn't listen to anyone, then it might be a better form of protest to sit out, mm. take their ball and go home with, with it. You know? Yeah, I got you. I think that's what's happening a lot right now, and it's... it's uh, well, then that probably is a failure of leadership upon his part. At the very least, you can make people feel as if they're being listened to and that you're delegating things to them. Yeah. I mean, we don't even have a FEMA director right now. FEMA. Uh, Federal Emergency Management Agency, I believe. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> I'd love to get some FEMA 
FEMA folks to ride upon a pack of wild dogs. No. What happens with, well, maybe if, I guess FEMA would be involved in that. But again, the wild dogs thing doesn't really happen anymore. Maybe in Alaska. I don't know. Sounds like it happened to you in that warehouse. <laughs> um, FEMA is like, if a hurricane strikes or uh, a series of tornadoes in the Midwest, uh, then FEMA comes in and uh, creates uh, safe housing for the victims um, and gets people back on their feet in terms of uh, emergency loans and things like that for their homes. Um, okay. You, you seem to disapprove of this idea. Sounds like a lot to ask government to do. Well, what are we supposed to do? Just let those people, I, I don't know, suffer? Suffer? It's not suffering. You're, it's a... It's the truth that we are at the whims of nature. Not much we can do. Let's be better spend better to spend that money on a machine that stopped hurricanes. We, we don't have that. Well, we should. Okay. Call I, it the Colossus. A giant machine man who could wade out into the bay and stop the hurricane. It's in just its a tracks. it's just a machine shaped like a man that goes out and stops hurricanes. Well, if you're looking for an inspiration, I guess I did come up with it. You could shape it like me. No. I was not asking what it looked like. It's, it's Colossus. Explain this to me. You're a genius. Explain this to me. How does the, the robot... I don't know technology. I don't know your thing. I don't even know how we're recording this thing. I, I've never understood. I don't even get Blue Apron. Why do you need food sent to your freaking house? Well, because then you, you get a recipe with it, and then you sort of get to train and how to... We're, we're getting a little... We're off. getting a little off track. Yeah, I guess. I think that... Have you ever considered that perhaps he's leaving these vacancies void intentionally in order to manipulate the size of government and shrink it. I didn't think about that, no. In order for him to have more control? Well, perhaps. That's a nefarious interpretation, and certainly he's lent himself to those sorts of connotations, but I do think it's possible that's just his philosophy, is the government should be smaller. So why bother filling these positions? It could be. That's a conservative philosophy. Hmm. But then again, one should not give this man too much credit. Right. Except when it comes to eating. He's like 285 sir, now. Sir. 130 kilograms. We're, I know we're already off topic, so let's just get into it. We've never talked about this, but like, you know, I'm in this new sexual relationship right now. It's great. It's a great time for me. The two times in two weeks? It's, you know, that's, that's a good amount. Uh-huh. Yeah. Online, it says that's like, a, that's a good amount. Okay. Do you think... Uh, uh, Trump and Melania. I know we're talking about the first family, but do you think they still have sex? No, not at all. Really? Absolutely not. Why do you think that? Well, how old is their son? Uh, Baron is what? Uh, around 10, 10 years old, probably? This will sound very crude. Okay. Hit me. I don't believe that that man would ever be with a woman once she has given birth. Oh, I understand. You think that's why uh, he kept leaving? The same way with his clothes. I mean, everything's disposable to him. Sure. Thinks he can just take everything he wants, crumple it up, and throw it away. Well, he's not going to do that to these stars and stripes. That's it. If you've been offered a position in the Trump administration, I say you turn it down. You take your ball and you go home. We've got a firm stance here. You're saying don't work for the Trump administration. Yeah, don't work for it. That includes his tailors. Let him see how big his pants have gotten. What do you think? 42 inches around the waist? Oh, 42? That seems huge. What What are you? I was 32. I'm getting up there. I'm like 34 now. So he's like, he's like 44. Oh, okay. Don't you think he's like, look at that. Yeah, probably, but I bet he doesn't even pay attention to it. No, that's the thing. Yeah, There's but people he, that pay yeah. attention. 
But he'd say 38, I think. You think he'd say 38? Yeah, I think so. He says 36. <laughs> he says 36. Well, sir, I think we've done some good work. We've today. done some terrific work. Best of luck here with your study. Thank hey, you. Am I ever going to meet this Melanie? Yeah, let's set that up. You know, she's, um, I don't know when she's going to come back next. Um, but, you know, I've got a lot of uh, David's books here to clear out. Um, so, yeah, next next week, well, maybe next week we'll play This David seems like he was an attorney. Like tax law books. You know, I asked what David did. Uh, she doesn't seem to want to talk about David. Okay. Yeah, a lot of a lot of pictures. I gotta t- you know take him down and stuff. Anyways, have you told her about Lisa? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I talked. I would say most of the date about Lisa when I went on that first date. Good. That's like what I did for probably an hour, hour two, maybe. Talked about Lisa. Yeah. How is she? She good? You know? I don't know. Yeah. Who, who, who? I'm in this new thing. You know what I'm saying? This thing. I'm in this thing. Well, congratulations, Timothy. Um, I'll see you. All right. Well, that was 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Um, folks, uh, I, again, I apologize about the difference in audio quality, uh, but we will be back uh, with my brand new podcast studio next week. Uh, very excited about it. And hey, we'll have... I, I mean, we're already saying it, so I'll say it to you. Uh the love of my life, Melanie, on next week. I'm very excited for y'all to meet her. Um, I uh, I got to go to payday loans, so I'm just I'm thinking through what I'm going to need to bring ID wise. Um, but back next week, more political coverage here on 15 Minutes with Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs>